where's the intro? Okay, so as we do this train wreck of a live show, <laughs> first and foremost, it, when you've got the YouTube, all right, no, I don't want to end the broadcast. Let me bring in Ian. Okay, and again, we're just experimenting here, boys and girls, so so be, bear with me. That's what um, I, yeah, that's they call uh, it showbiz, baby. It's, it's right. It's, a, it's just, a, that's why we're drinking alcohol every freaking week when we do this show, man. We got uh, shirts with our faces on them. How cool is too? that? Yeah, I, got mine. I, did. I did too, Steel Dad. Thank you, man. I got You're mine welcome. too. I'm the but... only one that didn't get mine yet. Because I, I, I live yeah. in Michigan. Apparently. I guess. But, yeah, but they shipped it from, Hawaii or from North Carolina. For some yeah. reason, I thought that uh, I thought that Dan lived in Canada or something. I think he does. I thought he was like in Vancouver or something so like that. So he's printing in Canada? In North Carolina, rather? I have no idea. Are we live? I'll ask him. Are people we're listening? We're live, to baby. Shit? We're live. Yeah. Maybe we should actually do something entertaining then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look at this. See, uh, I don't know if you guys see. We've got one guy on. Uh, I, forgive me, screwing up your name, Demon. Uh, let's go. My favorite Steelers podcast by far, Big Ben's Burner. <laughs> so oh yeah. You can see in the comments there. If you got questions at all, fire them away there. I uh, like I said, it. I'm going to do my only Mark can play. see. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I can see it. If Wait, you got go the yeah, comments guys, tab, yeah, if you get on the YouTube, you should be able to see. It. Oh, I, I see. I haven't even. Saying. I haven't even. Uh, uh, hey, Big Ben's burner! I love your Twitter account. You're great. Yeah, I do too. Outstanding. Yes. yes. Outstanding stuff. There. Thanks so, for watching our show. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, gentlemen, good to see you all. It seems like my wife always says to me, she's like, how do you have another podcast already? I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, it seems like last night was Thursday night. And I'm like, it goes fast. You know, one yeah. week, uh, you know, we've had a game and a lot nice of other spot. things going on. So um, let's just get to it. Um, guys, your, your overall thoughts, just uh, Reader's Digest version, if you will, to start out. Uh, ben on the Steelers dramatic 32 25 win over the Seahawks. Uh, the third team defense stinks, they allowed too many points. Okay, uh, that should not have been a close game. Uh, it was kind of cool though. It, it, it gave you know, it gave Pickett a chance to, to be under pressure. They generated that, that late turnover, uh, after he got sacked in fourth and one, and I thought that was a really dumb sack. Yeah. to take but that's you know that's why they have preseason that's why that's why they have these practice games that don't mean anything by the way um because you know you you can try those things and see if they work and if they don't then it didn't fucking work it's a preseason game but he should have gotten rid of that fourth and one you need to put the ball in the air even if it's going to be a pick it's not the end of the world it's fourth down you're going to lose the ball anyway well it make them make the play yeah you know? exactly yeah, right throw the ball um yeah, so he should have gotten rid of the ball, but they they the defense managed to turn it back around, get the ball back to him. Uh, nice ending there. That was fantastic. Um, you know, I thought that Trubisky played pretty well. I thought that Mason had some moments. I, I think he also had some very bad moments where his, his footwork in particular and his decision-making was questionable. But that's Mason. You know, he's, uh, you know, as, as Ryan pointed out this week, he's a, he's a one-read quarterback. If, if his first read is there, 
he hits that guy. Um, if, if that's not there and the play breaks down, he's going to try and look for the safe option. And, you know, that's not always there. Um, he threw what should have been an easy pick. And I, his footwork, he threw off his back foot on top of that. It was just like, dude, you threw the ball late off your back foot. What the hell is wrong? There's, what are you there's doing? not many guys in the league that can routinely throw off their back foot. Five it, years. Well, ben used to be able to do it, but he's so few, damn strong. Uh, right. That, you know, I, he couldn't do it last year, but he yeah. could do it, you know, years before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I thought the D looked pretty nice. It, it, okay. With a caveat, the run defense was not great. I thought the defensive backfield looked pretty okay. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Well, one yeah, thing to remember too, though, they had a couple. They had three of the four starters in the defensive backfield. I mean, your two starting corners plus um, right. Edmonds. The defensive line, none of their starter. I mean, Wormley, Loudermilk, and Mondo started right. the game, so none of the top right. three defensive linemen played. Um, and and to your point about the third string defense, also that you know both of those guys that Seattle played at quarterback have started in the NFL before. Yep. They are, you know, as we've said on this show before, there aren't 32 guys in the world that can be a starting NFL quarterback. Maybe there are 25. None of those, neither of those guys are in the top 25, but they have started games in this league before. Right. Mm-hmm. So those guys going against the third team defense probably should light them up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're right. It is to be expected. You make a good yeah. point. Yeah, and, and just to go back to something Ben said, too, I, I do want to give credit to um, the guy who got the big strip sack there that, that got the ball back. And see, that was Mark Robinson. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he he's one of these guys. He's vying for a spot. And those are the types of plays you got to make, whether it's against third teamers or first teamers. doesn't matter. you got to make the plays. He's got to make uh, special teams tackles. That's, yeah, that's, absolutely. You know, the thing that Ian talks about every time – Every year at this time of year is I pay attention to the guys that make special teams tackles, the guys that make special teams plays, because the last yeah. handful of, of roster spots, say four or five spots, Danny Smith's picking those guys. Yeah. Speaking and, of which, I had a note that Buddy Johnson was involved in multiple special teams plays. Didn't always like make the tackle, but he was there. He was involved. Yeah. He was involved mm-hmm. in that fumbled punt. Um, yeah. Um I'm going to just step on Ryan's toes and go next because I'm already talking. Um, so I'm a little my... worried about Scarpino. He hasn't said shit yet. He hasn't made a comment. Seems really and angry. He does. I, I got a feeling something's coming. So, Ian, go ahead. All right. Just... So, uh, you know, George Pickens is that dude. Um, and, you know, we, we heard good reports out of camp and – you know, at this time of year, you kind of want to temper your expectations sometimes. Be like, all right, it's football in shorts. Is he going to do it when they put the pads on? He's doing it when they put the pads on. I mean, that the, his footwork at the back of the end zone was outstanding. I mean, putting aside where Mason placed the ball and how high he threw the friggin' ball, the catch and footwork was was great on Pickens' part. Um, you know, and, and he showed some really good physical toughness in run blocking and in some other spots where, you know, for for a guy who's has the talent to be an elite wide receiver, you know, sometimes those guys don't want to mix it up physically. So yeah. it was good to see him mix it up physically. Yeah. Uh, Dan Moore had a rough game. Miles Jack is good. Uh, yeah. 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 Both um, counts. Uh, I was, I was impressed by um, KZ, the backup safety we signed from Atlanta. He, he had a really nice game. Um, I was impressed by Steven Sims on punt returns, almost more so that he let balls bounce into the end zone rather than trying to return them. Cause yeah. a lot of times in the preseason, you see guys that are trying to make a roster spot, yeah. 
field a punt inside the five and try and make a play, and that sets your offense back. So, like, the mental awareness to let a couple ones go rather than – and then when he got a shot, he made a great play. Um, but I was almost more impressed that he let a couple go than more than his big return. Yeah, he was, he, he got that jet sweep too. Yeah. He, he got that, and he was really good at the old classic fake catch – yeah, I mean, he had the cameraman fooled. He had the defense fooled. I mean, he—I was surprised. I was very yeah. impressed with him yeah. back there. But my uh, biggest takeaway from the game is what a big difference it makes to have a quarterback who is not an absolute statue in the backfield. <laughs> Just the ability to step away from some pressure, you know, do some rollouts that you know, do a couple other things. I mean, Trubisky's touchdown pass. There wasn't a whole lot of pressure, but what no. he did was he opened up a passing lane. He moved out of the pocket and opened the passing lane. He so moved that the that defense ball... this way. Yeah. And then threw back. He threw an out to the opposite side from this hash mark. From, from the left hash mark, he threw an out. Yeah. And, yeah, it was yeah. it was a nice pass. It wasn't a great pass, but it was nice. And I agree with you. He moved the defense, which was yeah. what created the opening for him. Right. Yeah. He, but he all three of those guys made some questionable decisions. They did. They yeah. did. You know, but they, they took yeah. – they took, Chances they shouldn't have taken, or maybe that they're not, they're not good enough to take. That's a better way of putting it. They took chances that they that they're not talented enough to take. Where that was the difference with Ben last year. He made really good decisions, especially in the fourth quarter. He couldn't move, but he was still effective. No. He was clutch as a result. Well, and and we're gonna find out with these guys. Who, yeah, who we are. Is, who it is? It, we it's don't know yet. It's going to be Mitch. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. – I, I would bet a lot of things right now that um, it's going to be uh, uh, Mitch to start. Um, I think this weekend, and we'll get into <laughs> it, is going to be very good to see um, um, Pickett playing with, as Coach said, some more varsity guys. But uh, in any case, uh, I, I guys, we are like 10 minutes in, and Scarpino has not said shit yet. He did. I, I'm you really talking about worried. a jet sweep. He did, but I'm worried here. Are you guys paying attention to the chat? Oh, well, I, I see we got uh, too early to fire Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, way too early. Seattle yeah, yeah, could see be that. one of the worst teams in the league this year. I can't they got that. a bad D, yeah. They could be, and I, I don't want to not recognize that at all because they could be. <laughs> but, Ryan, what were your thoughts from Saturday night, my man? I mean, I didn't get too high. I didn't get too low. <laughs> I, I I understand. I I'm I'm fine if you're optimistic, sure. And I can understand optimism and excitement as a fan. Um, but I take these games with a grain of salt. I, I really do it. You know, yeah, it was great to see quarterbacks. Well, Mason didn't look. You know, Mason didn't move around too much. But it, yeah, it's great to see quarterback. You know, two of the three quarterbacks uh, have mobility. Um, you know, it was it was nice to see Anthony McFarland. Um, take advantage of yes. his opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not ready to, to, I'm not ready to crown George Pickens, but yes, I think he, I think he has potential. I think he has a, a really good shot of being good, but I also look at it as like, I, you know, Seattle might be, might be one of the worst teams in the NFC this year. I mean, they, I know they rested starters, but you know, Jamal Adams can only do so much. Um, they're just not good. You know, the one thing I will say is that 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 Pickens touchdown was against Kobe Bryant, RIP Mamba. Um, but <laughs> but the other Kobe Bryant, the other Kobe, different spelling from Cincinnati, who 
who I mean, I, 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 you know, he was mocked to the Steelers in some sort, you know, form yes, of fashion and a variety of things, not first round or anything like that, but a potential Steelers guy. But, you know, getting to, you know, to Ben's point, I do think if that's a good cornerback that probably does get picked on that throw from Mason to At pick. At least it's knocked down. Yeah. But, but, I know. you know, I want to, I, I want to say this one thing though. I, I didn't think it was so much the pass. I looked at it from another angle. The pass was pretty okay. It wasn't an absolute dime like people mm-hmm. talked about. But he should have used his body to shield the ball. He yeah. should have he should have moved around and, and had his back facing the DB. So the DB had no shot at it. You don't see touchdown passes that often in the NFL where the guy's facing the corner. Do, do you guys think the, the official should have thrown the offensive interference on Pickens? No. He had the arm fully extended. Yeah, but he didn't really get that much of a push. I, I agree. I don't think it should have been thrown. But my concern is, here's a rookie. He gets away with that in the very first game. Is that going to come back to haunt him during the regular season? Depends where the game's at. Definitely, definitely. I yeah, I don't think he created separation. I think the separation was already there. But, you know, what the hell do I know? Um, my, just, my concern on that was more, I mean, Mason – I know I mean, we've beaten the Mason Rudolph drum to death on this show, but Mason, when he throws deep balls, throws these moon balls that go like so high and like the one to Pickens was in a spot where it was barely catchable and he, got, he did a great job getting his feet down. But like throwing deep balls like that, you're never going to hit a receiver in stride. You're never going to get yards after the catch. You're getting, they're all going to be jump balls. They're, they're yeah. all going to be jump yeah. balls between the receiver and the defensive back. Um, whereas you know, some other guys can throw those balls. I mean, I don't want to compare him to early career Ben, but early career Ben would throw those balls on a rope and hit guys mm-hmm. in stride and sure. they'd be yeah. gone. Or like Russell Wilson has not yeah. really is, you know, but final point about the game, like I yeah. said, not, too, not too high, not too low. Well, um, you know, good for Kenny Pickett. And I, I just want to say this. I never had a problem with Kenny Pickett. I just didn't like that. They went quarterback first round. That's what it is. So I'm not going to root against Kenny Pickett. I'm rooting nah, for him. He's a stealer now. Of course, I think you're not going to root against him. Just like I'm going to root for Mason, even though he got booed. Um, but, you know, Pickett, Pickett, I think they, I think that what I like about that game plan is that they put all three quarterbacks in positions to succeed in one way or another. And yes, they all made mistakes, but I think that they all gave them opportunities to sort of, short, sort of show what they show, what they're capable of. Um, and, you know, one positive, I will say that after that, I, I'm not even joking. After that first play for Mason, Dan Moore whiffed on that block. I literally thought Mason was just going to shut down and I was going to be like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to show my face next, next Steel City Blitz podcast. And Anderson is going to be all over I, me. I got to say, though, I, I, and actually, I probably would have been, but uh, that pass rusher, if you watch that play, he made a great move. Okay. He faked inside and came out and and, and what? Well, yes. And looking, Dan had a bad game. He did, but that was that's yes. a good pass. Looking, but looking back on it, initially you're like, ah, more whiffed. But then right. you look back on it, you're like, okay, all right, you know, we're good. The guy made I fully expected Mason to just go three and out. That's it. And I'm get done. More, get more booze, and then he threw that touchdown. I was like, oh shit, okay. Um, right. And I was like, that looks good for maybe another team that wants to take a take a stab at it. Um, but then, and I'll say this, and 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 I don't care what anybody says. Um, 
I saw nothing once again from Devin Bush, and I will not boo him. I will not root against him. But that guy just does not want to 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 come in contact. Yeah, he doesn't let me let me have any desire. Yeah, let me come right back. Devin to that. Bush is more afraid yeah, yeah. of contact than a sixth grader at a middle school dance. Oh yeah! <laughs> wow! Wow! Yes. I've seen aggressive sixth graders. That's before, awesome. That's pretty good. Uh, real quick. <laughs> Real quick, don't forget, we're uh, proudly presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida, <laughs> yeah. Sir Broward in the Southern Palm Beach counties. Whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multifamily, or condos, contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. Okay, now you can get in on the whole bush stuff here. That's good, Ian. That was very good. Um Apparently, Ian just chaperoned a middle school a dance. Middle school dance, <laughs> yeah. Did that just pop into I your mean, head? Some of us still have nightmares about our random encounters in sixth grade, too. Like, <laughs> Ian, I'll bet you, man. Relax, <laughs> man. Uh, my, I my was a chubby son... fella. I was fat in sixth grade. I get exactly what you're talking about. I my oldest it. son's going into sixth grade, so, you know. Oh, yeah. You it's just on the created mind, a though. mess for yourself. Yeah. Scarps, were you the guy on the wall watching the whole thing? Is that what you're trying to say? Nah, I was fat, but I had game. Um, nice. You were a Chris Farley type out there doing. I thing. was. I'm a. I was a ham. I was screaming Aerosmiths. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Little Ricky Martin living La Vida Loca. Oh, I got dances, man. but that was about it. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's talk Devin Bush here. I I, I mean, I just don't. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I mean, somebody could easily say to me, oh, come on, it was just the first preseason game. No, I'm sorry. It was the same thing we saw all last year. It was the same thing. I, I mean, the, the big run that Homer had, the 16-yard run, where Bush literally saw what was happening in front of him and and just kind of like wanted to wave as he went by. And he just doesn't look like he's interested. He doesn't look like he wants to make contact with anybody. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, ben, I, I what, what do you see? I didn't think on that particular play that that contact what he was was what he was trying to avoid. I thought he was trying to avoid cutting on that knee. Still, over a year later, and it's like, dude, are you still there? Because I mean, if that's where you're at, this isn't going to last very long. It, it's not going to work out. Because he's, in order to be effective, he's got to regain his pre-ACL yes. tear form. And if he's not even going to try and do it now, eh, things aren't going to go well. I'm assuming all of us have probably known somebody who's who's gotten hurt, and you weren't the same after you got hurt. I've had multiple knees, New Year's. I, I mean, it. it, there's it, is trust, it is. There's trust issues. There's there's the fear of the pain. There, there's the fear of going through the rehab. I, I mean, there's all kinds of things. And I, I think sometimes, and I'm not making excuses for Bush. I'm just simply saying, I think sometimes we forget that every one of us handles those types of things differently. And I think the way fair. I think the way that he has handled this is an indication that he's struggling personally with the whole thing. Um because he was a guy that used to fly around, got to the football, didn't care about contact, and then all of a sudden, it changed. Ian, yeah. what, are, what are you seeing? Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's almost has the opposite problem now. Like when he was a rookie and his tape at Michigan, it was almost he would fly to the ball 
and sometimes run himself out of plays or run himself past the ball carrier because he was so aggressive. And the thought was, okay, if you can just kind of hone that in a little bit Mm -hmm. and get him to focus on the ball carrier and, and, you know, make that contact, he made a ton of plays at Michigan. And even some of his rookie year on those cross-ex blitzes coming up the middle that, like, he just fly through there and, you know, stop running plays or or get sacks in the backfield. And now it's like if a lineman touches him, he's out of the play. Like, he has to basically stay completely clean. And the only person he wants to hit is the ball carrier. He's not – yeah, I, I agree. It's, I think it's mental. I think it's it's all between oh, yeah. the ears. One hundred percent. That yeah. it's not. No it's question. not a physical. It's not I, a physical it, uh, shortcoming. It's a you know. But I think Mark's right too. That you know, you you don't know that about yourself until actually like go through that. Um, you know, twelve months of rehab from an ACL injury and and all that that grind of trying to work back from an injury. Like I used to joke with my dad that Ben Roethlisberger was a glutton for punishment because he would just go out there and get the crap beat out of him. You know, have to sleep in a chair at home for two weeks and come back out and play. Like, say what you want about him, but that you know that dude was tough as nails. I mean, he yeah. he endured so much much pain in his career mm-hmm. that you know he was he was, it was something he was willing to do to play the game and some people love the game that much and want to keep playing it and are willing to put up with that much pain some people and you never know that about yourself until you go through it you know right. some people go through it and they're like well i've made five million dollars that's enough for me i don't i don't want to go through that again so you know it, it is what it yeah. is part of bush's part of bush's deal just speaking speaking as somebody who's had a handful of significant knee injuries part of his deal is physical it's the mental aspect of it is he doesn't believe in himself he still doubts that he's strong enough yeah to be able to do what he used to be able to do everything else everything was so easy before it was second nature and now he's actually got to think about it and it's screwing him up yeah what Uh, was it yeah, go ahead, Ryan. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, what, what Mike Tyson said, what, everybody got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah. And, yep. and I mean, let's just say Devin Bush rehabbed. He's like, I'm good. I'm going to get back out there. I'm going to be fine. And then at first snap, he's like, oh, shit. Uh, I got to – I'm right. Not. So, I mean, so here's the thing. I Here's the thing. I'm, I don't want to be too critical on him because he's a stealer and – I, I can understand he's coming off a major surgery, but I want to say he doesn't do my biggest problem with him is he doesn't do himself any favors. Mm-hmm, he's retweeting yeah. cat video, cat videos, cats, you know, cats getting thrown off shit. You know, yeah. um, he, he treats media sessions like it's a burden rather than, you know, actually like, because I, I'm going to tell you this and it's not even a sign of weakness. See, we want to talk about this. Like, like we want to talk about mental health and we want to talk about how it's not, you know, let, let's, let's, let's reduce that stigma. He could easily get up there and say, listen, still up here because what does it matter? What, because if the coaches know his heart's in it and his mind's in it, what does it matter? What he says to the fans, tell the fans, listen, I had a major surge. I had a major, major injury. I had a major surgery. Listen, you know, my heart is in this. I'm fully committed to being a Pittsburgh Steeler for life. I'm going to give you all I got. It's going to take some time. Optics is everything. And this right. dude just looks disinterested every right. single opportunity he gets. And then what happens is that his disinterest with his media sessions makes fans be like, oh, well, the media is annoying. They're asking yeah. these stupid questions. It compounds They're, not stupid questions. They're not stupid questions. This dude didn't get his fifth-year option picked up for whatever reason. Right. 
and he could be a free agent next year. So how are you approaching the season? How's that a dumb question? It's not. I I agree, Ryan. No, it's it's the elephant in the room. Everybody's asking it. Just, you know, somebody mentioned it to him, and and he came up with a silly answer. Silly non-answer. Most reporters now act like cheerleaders and say, you know, and won't ask that question. That's a good question. Like, what are you going to do? And for him to be like, I'm not worried about it. I'll, I'll, I'll still be in the league. What team? It, not this team. <laughs> real, real quick, there's a question from Aaron on here, and he's just simply asking, "What you know? Is there any trade value for Bush?" Personally, I don't think so. I, oh, yeah. I, that, no, no, no. I, I mean, there's definitely trade value for Bush. There's but always value. The problem. But who would, problem who would is want him they, right they, they. Who do they have behind him? Robert well, Spillane I, and a handful of guys that are completely right? unproven. Right. My buddy from Dormont. You know, I mean, what are they going to do? Play Marcus Allen there? Well, I, mean, I was told Twitter would be okay with uh, Roquan Smith for Devin Oh, that's right. Trade We're gonna trade. Right. Yeah, trade yeah. For a few, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'd take that trade any day of the week. You go to course, the Bears wouldn't, the wouldn't do that. The Bears right. would be like, up your ass. We're not trading you Devin Bush for Roquan Smith. <laughs> throw in a few icy light mangoes. <laughs> and <we're> good. <laughs> Anyway, last thing about Devin Bush yeah. is that this is the beauty of it. He got 17 games. He's got this redemption tour. He's got 17 games to prove. I hope it is. 17 games to prove to not only the Steelers mm, but the fans know. that he was worthy of them moving up to pick him. He's got to start games before he can have the opportunity to prove a fucking thing. And right now, he's They're battling. start him? I don't know, but he's battling for the starter spot with a guy who's not good. Okay, Robert Splane is not good. All right, straight up, he's not. He's he's a he's a throwback linebacker who's good against the run. Okay, he's not a modern linebacker. He's no. not a modern linebacker. No. And all of that being said, if he can't separate himself from a guy who's really not very good, then he's not very good. And if if he if he's afraid of contact and he's not filling holes and he's letting guys run past him and get big gains in the run game, guess what? They're gonna pull him and they're gonna start Robert Splane. He's yeah. not gonna have an, any opportunity to prove shit. Right. I gotta say this, and I'm not and I don't know this. I'm asking a question here. But when I think of Robert Spillane, I think of him stuffing Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, it was great. And also a pick six on Lamar Jackson. Same oh, yeah. year. Forgot about same that. year. I mean same awesome. year. In a matter of weeks, I think yep, I don't know. If, I can't Jackson, remember. Jackson threw a lollipop. It might have been back to back weeks, right? It was either it was either back to back. I'm sorry, but it was either back to back or two of three weeks. Regardless, mm-hmm. those are the types of plays that make you a legend, right? I mean, like, like, sure. and I'm not saying that Robert Spillane is going to be a legend. I'm saying that those are the types of plays in back to back weeks that will make you. Those are the types of plays that if Devin Bush would make early on this oh, yeah. season. Oh, people would God. be like, I mean, right? People would be like, I don't even remember that cat video. I, what? what did he say? Well, but, yeah, the whole cares? conversation like, would be moot. But right. yeah. uh, Ian, have you gotten the chance to voice your thing on Bush here? And I forgot. Oh, yeah, I I did right before you read the uh, deck. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't sure if we had or not. Middle um, school. Yeah, the middle right. school dance. Right. Yeah, well, the, the, that was it. That was as blunt as can be. I don't know. I mean, the, the other, the other thing I'll say, yeah, on on Bush, uh, um, is that you know a lot is made about him being the the tenth overall pick. Yeah. Uh, 
and and rightfully so. I mean, you make a top ten pick, you expect to hit on that guy, and you expect him to be a starter for a long time. Yep. Oh, that yeah. said, if you look back at the guys who were the number ten overall picks, it's a really friggin' mixed bag. I mean, yes, you've got Patrick Mahomes, Stephon Gilmore, Todd Gurley. You also have Josh Rosen, Eli Apple, Eric Ebron, Chance Warmack, Blaine Gabbert, um, Matt Leinert, Mike Williams. You know, maybe just don't draft USC guys. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but, but that Mike Williams. That Mike Williams, that yeah. Mike, not, yeah. Not the Chargers, Clemson right. Mike Williams. No, the, the USC Mike Williams that Detroit took when oh. they only took wide receivers. Okay. Right, for like eight yeah. straight years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I guess, you know, it's it, – they also took Roy shockingly, Williams, too, right? They yep. did take Roy Williams. Yeah, they yes. did. And Charles Rogers. Traded him to Dallas, remember that? And Kelvin yeah. and then Kelvin. Yeah, Kelvin. They hit yeah. one. Yeah, um, but, you know, what I'm saying yeah. is that, the, and it's not excusing Devin Bush. It's just saying that, yes, when you make a top 10 pick, you expect him to be good because you invested a lot in him, especially when you trade up for him. Was it you who, who talked about the inefficiency in trading up for linebackers? Or was it somebody um, else? I've talked about the inefficiency in trading into the top three for a quarterback. Trading into the top ten, but not the top three, is usually okay from mm-hmm. a from a return standpoint like, on what you give up. But the huge um, difference, huge, huge difference between between Devin Bush and Devin White. Oh yeah, it's massive. Oh, oh my yeah. god, yeah. it's like it's like falling off a cliff. It's, but when yeah. they both came out, it was like. You know, they're pretty it close. Right. Yeah. They're Razor pretty close. Ten. This guy's a little bigger. Where Where'd White go? Eight? Tampa? Five. 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 Yeah. And, Tampa, but I, I didn't even yeah. remember where, when. Yeah. He was a yeah. good pick at five, too. That was a good yeah. value. No, he's been a great player for that. Yeah. Hey, I was yeah. like, oh, the two Devons. Yeah. Right. CBS and it was. Was, it was like, ah, oh, well, you get one, man, no big deal. You get the other one. You know? Yeah. Um, let me flip over to the other side of the ball. Um, running backs. Um, None of us mentioned in the opening uh, thoughts on on last week. You know, Jalen Warren wasn't spectacular, but he looked pretty damn good. Um, and you know, word is at camp this week he's kind of running with the twos, um, and that's in part because Benny Snell's been banged up, but also because they liked what he did. Um, I, you know, Ian, what you know, is this just kind of a uh, an audition for this kid? See what he can do with uh, the varsity players? And then, yeah, as uh, Aaron points out here, Master T got hurt this week too. So I, I think he's going to be down for a while. Yeah, they actually they uh, cut, well, waved slash injured Master Teague and they signed did. another okay. guy yesterday. Um, but and, and that was unfortunate for Teague. He was running hard. He was he was yeah. running good. I, I thought his play kind of elevated him to the, I'll call it practice squad bubble. Right. Um, you know, that I didn't think and, Teague and had he enough to make could. the they're, roster. You know, they're but. going to end up giving him an injury settlement. When yeah, that although is he up. could he could wind up on IR too if he if he clears waivers. But yeah, um, but but then yeah. they'll they'll get an injury settlement and basically they won't be able to sign him back until that injury settlement is up. So if they pay him right. for six weeks, mm-hmm. they can't re-sign him for six weeks. Yeah. Where yeah. another team can sign him the next day if he can pass a physical. Does right. that make sense? Right. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. yeah. That's the um, give and take of that. Right. Uh but but on Jalen Warren, I thought I thought he looked really good. He ran hard. Um I was impressed with him in the passing game. I didn't know he had that much ability in both blitz pickup and as a receiver. Um 
So, I mean, we kind of know what Benny Snell is at this point. I kind of feel like Benny yeah. Snell's almost the Mason Rudolph of running backs, that he is what he <laughs> is. He's not going to he's not gonna get much better, but he's not going to get much worse. He's just kind of a, you know. Is, he's between is the tackles is. back. Yeah. Who needs, who needs, you know, he's between 10 the tackles. carries or so to get warmed up, and then he starts to become effective. And he doesn't pick up the blitz very well and is no. a very good receiver. He, so He does not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think Warren has a shot and, you know, we've talked about this before on the show that the Steelers usually give guys that they draft three seasons, right. Or two seasons in a camp. Um, and if they haven't really proven they can stick, that's usually when they, they cut guys. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would say <laughs> Snell's Snell's injury is not helping him right now. You see Aaron's comment. He could. Uh, Aaron, Aaron asked we got if no some one comedians in here tonight. Some of these of Mason uh, Snell let's, let's, best let's package play. up I, the Steelers trash. Our people right here. Let's man. package up the Steelers trash and see if somebody wants to buy it. <laughs> how, how would you guys describe Warren's running style? Power. He, he, he's, Power he, with a little wiggle. He's got a he's little. Got a little. He's a one-cut guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a one-cut guy. Uh, I don't think he's that great in the passing game. I, I thought his routes were nothing special. Nice hands. Can pick up the blitz, which to me, that's, that's what huge. separates him between, you know, that's the difference, the market difference between Benny Snell yeah. and Warren yeah. for me right there. I agree. And, you know reminds me of a little bit is Isaac Redmond. Yeah, Redmond a little bit. Good little enough bit. in the passing. Right. Like, Redmond wasn't great in the passing game, but he had good enough hands. He was really good at blitz pickup, and he yeah. could he could run with some power. Yeah, I, I that's actually a really good comp. I see that one other guy, and I hate to shift gears here, but uh, yeah. you guys talk about this on the chat after the game, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I watched the game a couple times afterward. Gunnar Olszewski got into it, was mixing it up, even on rundowns. Yeah, was getting in there. I mean, he's a little guy, and he was getting into the pile and trying to block guys, and no fear, no nothing. He just busted his ass. Kind of like him now. I hope he makes the team. I don't know if he's going to. I think he's right. got an outside shot, but I kind of like the guy now. I, I thought that that touchdown that he caught was was because there were three guys waiting for Pickens to catch the ball, and he didn't. But, you know, he looked okay. He really did. I, yeah. I liked his ability to kind of find a hole in the zone and sit down. He made a couple of nice little third down catches mm-hmm. where he, he found a hole in the zone and sat down and got open. So, yeah, I, I liked what Olszewski did. Um, sticking with the running backs a minute, Anthony McFarland had a really nice game. Yeah. My my yes. one concern with McFarland is that I felt like all of his big runs came because he kind of got out in the open field and juked somebody, and he made stuff happen with his feet, which is good. But also, I was like, against a first-string defense, you're getting caught from behind if you stop and juke like that. Like, you're not turning that into a 25-yard run. Um, so, you know, I, I, it was a nice game for McFarland. We kind of needed to see that, um, you know, especially mm-hmm. since he hadn't shown much. He needed um, it big time. But, but yeah. yeah, it was it was a good start. But I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see him just hit the hole and use the straight-line speed rather than trying to juke everyone out of their shoes. Offensive line was much better in the in the run game. In the run well. game, than we've yeah. seen last year. There was push. I'm gonna say something exactly. That, that no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that might be a bit radical, but oh boy, I thought the second team O line was better than the first team O line. Oh wow! 
more effective. I thought Le- I thought uh, Legley. I thought Leglu played pretty well. Yeah, I he mean, did. you had you had Leglu. I mean, it's basically our stars from last well, year. You had Leglu and Hag and Hassenauer. Yeah, Hassen yeah. Saucer. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he played yeah, quite they, a bit. The, the first team had some struggles. I mean, Dan Moore struggled. Kendrick Green didn't look real good. The, it, I mean, and some of it might just be communication, that, like, it's a whole new five guys all together still trying to learn the communication right. thing. New and coach, of, too. Yeah, new coach. So, and a lot of O-line play is communication. And those guys on the second string, like we said, with, you know, Hassenhauer and Haig and LeGlue, they all played together last year, and they all started right. together for a few games. They have some of that communication down. So maybe that was some of it, but I, I – I thought they actually looked better than the first stringers. Granted, they were playing against backups, and right. so hey, you know, there's a bit of a difference. You can, you can only play who's across from you. It's I true. Mean, at the end of the day, and it um, is preseason. That's how you get more opportunities. Right. Is you you right. beat uh you beat a backup in the preseason, and that earns you an opportunity to, to try yourself against yep. the starter. Yep. So yep. yeah. Hey, real quick, guys, let me remind everybody that we are part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, which, of course, also means we are very pleased to be tied in with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, the next generation of fantasy sports is here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now. Sign up with promo code TPPN. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions of prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers Football. That's promo code TPPN. Build, play, win only at DraftKings. So check that out, guys. We would love it if you did. Um uh, who had the athletic had a really good piece. I know there's subscription service, but they did a great, uh, had a great story on Gunnar Olszewski, um, today, which was uh, a good piece on him and kind of his mentality. The guy was a really, really good baseball player. Uh, thought he was going to go to the, the majors in baseball and, um, broke his hand, stealing second and never played again. Somebody said, you really, you really should be playing more football. And, you know, he was uh, all American at Bemidji State. In um, Minnesota, I think. Or is that in the Dakotas? I can't ever remember. I think it's the, that is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, ask Kulong next time we see him. He knows all about <laughs> stuff up there. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, you know. So let me uh, jump back in here real quick. Quarterbacks. All right. Kenny Pickett. Ryan had one more comment. I'm sorry, Scarps. Go ahead. I'm getting. Oh no, I. You know, for some for some wrestling fan, if you. If you <laughs> wrestling fans out there i'm afraid i've got some bad news (laughs) (laughs) benny snell's not going anywhere really no and i might be wrong but i I hope so i don't see benny snell losing that number two role um and then then it becomes do you keep mcfarland or warren um both are just different but I think that they keep McFarland and then Warren goes on the practice squad. Whoa. But if he plays well enough, he might That's not make it to the practice squad. Right. But, but because I look, I look at it as if you keep, if this is just me, but if yeah. you keep Naj, Snell and Warren, you got three of the same type of guys. There's no, like, that's just me. McFarland, you know, I, he's that he's a little wild card. I don't know. Let's see what he can do. But anyway, that's my final point of running backs. Uh, but then when it comes to wide receivers, like I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, 
dislike Ryan Switzer or anything, but Gunnar Olszewski is everything you wanted Ryan Switzer to be in a football player. Um, and, and Ryan Switzer, real good guy, real good in the community, not even a bad football player, but he just never meshed here. But I'm going to say this when Darth Vader, Bill Belichick thinks you're good enough. I'm going to trust him. Right now. Yeah, I you know obviously they decided that he was going to be too much money and 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 let him go. So uh, yeah, and Richard points out real quick that that Warren did fumble, and a lot of people didn't see it because the camera coverage was kind of from behind the play. The ball popped out, and I they can't got it think right of, back. It, we, well, yeah. it was a receiver, I think, that jumped on it. Right, and and so this week, all week. He's been walking around with a football. With a football. Yeah, the classic yeah. high school move. That exactly. Well, I love it. I think it's great. Um, but let's uh, let's move over to the quarterbacks. Uh, and last, but Tom, so good for Richard for pointing that because Tomlin yeah. pointed that out in his halftime interview. Yeah, he did. Put okay. the ball on the ground, and yep. that is. Ne- I mean, That's like, no, no. I mean, like they, they they asked him about Jalen Warren, Jalen Warren, but he's like, yeah, he put the ball on the ground. I was like, <laughs> shit, yeah. yeah. So he I mean, he was carrying, he was carrying he, yep. a football around like a like it was his baby this week. He was so like, that's never a good sign. No, never a good sign. No. Just say it. Uh, Coach T said that uh, Kenny Pickett will get some varsity reps this week. He's going to play more with the second team, um, which means Mason Rudolph will go more with the third. So it'll go Trubisky, Pickett, and then Mason. Um, I, I mean, Ian, what do you need to see? I mean, we saw some pretty cool stuff from Pickett last week. Of course, the problem is uh, competition wasn't great. So what do you need to see this week? Yeah. Um you know, credit where it's due to the coaching staff. I thought they designed a pretty good game plan for Pickett. Um, I know I'm stealing kind of Ryan's thunder here because that was one of his points that he made on our Slack chat during the game that, you know, the, the coaches designed some some good, easy throws for Pickett early in the game, um, you know, to tr- kind of get him, get him in the game, get him comfortable, let him, you know, have some good looks and then let him take some more chances and throw the ball down the field. Um, I want to see him to have continued success i'd like to see him throw the ball deep a little more he threw a lot of short passes Mm -hmm. safe passes Mm -hmm. um honestly it's preseason i don't care if they get intercepted or whatever um i want to see him you know i want to see what his arm strength is like um and you know playing with the you know the the one or two receivers you also want to see him kind of start to develop some chemistry with those guys because if you take it down the path and if Pickett is the number two guy during the regular season mm-hmm. and he has to come in for a game, if Trubisky gets hurt or something, you want him to have some chemistry with the guys he's going to be throwing the ball to. So, um, you know, and actually, you know, you see that sometimes with backups around the league that they'll come in and they'll start throwing the ball to like the number three and number four receivers and not throw the ball to the number yes. one, number two guys. Cause they're just not used to throwing it's a very it underrated them. thing. It, it yeah. happens a lot more than you think. Well, maybe yeah. maybe Mitch will take every Wednesday off, and the backup will get lots of reps Ouch. for a team every Wednesday, and he'll be fully prepared for games, no matter what happens, or so, they should be. So uh, yeah, I just I yeah. want to see I want to see continued just progress say, from Pickett. Maybe that, you know he's. I think Pickett every damn week, Ben. <laughs> yeah, Pickett didn't easy. Pickett didn't show me anything that overtly concerned me in the opening game. Um, right. I just want to see him continue to get better each week. Uh, 
Ben, what what did you were you surprised at his arm strength at all, Ben? Uh, I it was pretty much what I expected. Okay. Um, I didn't think that out pattern that he threw was a great pass. I thought it was a good pass, though. Yeah. Um, you throw an out in an NFL game from the opposite hash, and you complete it. Nice pass. Yep. It was it was good. It's a little bit of a looping throw where what I would have liked to seen was you know a laser on that on that particular throw, but yeah. you know it, it 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 was a pretty good pass. Um, I I'm not real impressed with his arm strength. All of that said, I thought he played within his abilities. I thought mm-hmm. he played smart mm-hmm. for the most part. He took some dumb sacks, took some chances. That's what preseason is for. I keep reminding myself. Um, but you know, he's a smart player. Um, he's a mobile guy. He's got adequate arm strength. Wouldn't call it great. Uh, but his body is going to evolve. His body is going to change. For sure. And, you know, it, if he can use the natural gifts that he's got to the best of his ability, he's got a chance to be successful. So we'll see. You know, I, uh, I wasn't impressed with his arm strength, if that's what you're asking me. I, I, well, I, I guess what I'm getting at is I was a little uh, – what's the word? I, I was pretty pleased with a couple of those throws because I did not anticipate – well, no, let me, let me rephrase that. I didn't see him coming in as a big arm guy, period. No, he's not. So so when I – that was my number one concern with him, not the small hands. I don't care about the hands. I, I'm more nah. concerned about can you he's make that – He's played in Pittsburgh. I mean – Right, it, right. Can you make that throw across the field on a line and and keep it away from the defender? And and I and I saw a little bit of that. So that was good. I do agree with, with Ian and, and Ryan, I, I mean, and some of the, the people commenting here. I think we'll see him throw it a little deeper as as the preseason goes. And that's what so. do. Give him give him some shots to do that. So um Scarps, what was uh what was your thoughts of uh young Mr. Pickett? Yeah, I mean I again I thought they I thought they put him in a good position to succeed. Um he did t- that one sack by the goal line. I thought his arm got ripped off. I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, oh, oh man, I did too. And I know that I know that sounds silly to say like his arm might have got ripped off, but like you just never know in this game like what could happen, like some freak injury or whatever. You just you know, so you know, again, don't have a problem with Kenny Pickett rooting for him. I just didn't like quarterback in the first round. I want to reiterate that. But this so game, you wouldn't have cared if it was a really great quarterback class and they drafted a quarterback. A million percent, exactly. I just wasn't too, you know, you know, it just wasn't this. I just wasn't too fond of this quarterback class. Neither so, was I. Even though I mean, even, we've we've talked it to death, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't yeah, that yeah. impressed with anybody in this class, including Pickett. Yeah. So but now but, now he's a Steeler. Yes. So yep. got to root for him. So so here goes this. And I'm fine with this because I I tweeted this week at Scarpezio. But uh, <laughs> Mason is Mason is who he is. He ain't yeah. great. He ain't bad. He ain't good. He ain't bad. Whatever you want to call it, it's what it is. They know what they have in him. Okay. I don't care. And I do like the guy. And and I want to say this. I think Mason has handled his whole career in the most professional manner you can imagine. All class. He's never taken the bait ever once, and yeah. I do love the media, but Seems let's like not a good like, guy. That's what I ask. Like they don't ask, mm-hmm. but like good for him. So f- 
in this game, fine. If he's not, I don't know how much he's going to play and I really don't care. But I do care about this game because there's only three preseason games now. There used to be four, and the third game was always that sort of like unveil the curtain, right? Not fully, but you unveil the curtain, all the starters as much play, as yeah. and you see what's happening, and it's like they get two drives or whatever. This game, I'm interested to see, first of all, uh, how Jacksonville approaches it, but also how the Steelers approach it. Kenny, if you're listening, if you're watching, number eight, <laughs> I love you. I want to see them not be so friendly with the script this week. I want to see him get thrown in some shit and to see how he comes out of it. Okay. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying, you know, you know, he flips up the, you know, the thing on his wrist or whatever, <laughs> you know, that they're messing with those. But I'm, I'm just sitting there, I'm sitting there thinking, like, I want to see this guy and I want to see what he does when his back's against the wall when the shit hits the fan. So it's not so much a friendly script as it is. Here's what, you know, what do you want to run versus what we'd like you to run? I want to see some more behind the scenes. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to see. Yada, yada, yada. And then when he gets to the line, I want to see him actually read the defense and see if what he wants to do is there. And if it's not, I want to see some movement. I don't know who he's playing. Is DJ playing this week? Is Claypool playing this week? That's the other thing, too. There's a lot of moving parts. Yes. Regardless, Mitch is the guy. I'm going to go to the grave with that. I want to see what Pickett can do in sort of less than comfortable circumstances. Don't you expect that third game to be you know, the old third game when there were four games in the preseason? I the, don't. The, the third game to be this week? Yeah. The, yeah. Because so, I yeah. do. Yes. Yeah. So the third game to me is the old fourth game. This is it. This is the one. Right. Yeah. And I think the old fourth game, which will be the third game this year, yes. is where mm-hmm. we're going to mm-hmm. see Mitch get benched. Yes. And Mason's going to start. Yes. Agreed. You'll probably see Chris Oletikum too. Yeah. Is, is that how you say his name? <laughs> I, 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 was hoping, I was hoping somebody would correct me. I still don't know. Um, I Look, I... How much time is there right now between that third preseason game and the actual starter? Because it seems like there's more time now than ever before. So I'm wondering if maybe coaches are going to approach that a little differently. Maybe they won't make this the third game as it always used to be. I I don't know. I can't remember how how much time there is. Um, But I, I agree with you guys in concept, though. You'd think that's the way it would work um in in that regard but um yeah I, I mean i'm i'm curious to see what mason does it can't be a good feeling to 20th to the 28th you know, so saturday to sunday following sunday so so the last game of the preseason is the 28th yeah. at home against the lions okay but then when do they open though it's not the 11th they the open 11th. the 11th which is uh 13 two days later. later. So that's yeah. about two weeks. I mean, has it always been that big of a gap? I don't remember it being that no, big it, gap. It used to be that the Nine last days? preseason game, the last preseason game was always Thursday night, mm-hmm. a week in advance of the NFL kickoff Sunday. Thursday. Right. Game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thursday. So still, but you still used to play it on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. I, I'm just trying to do a little math there um, in, in that regard. Um, 
we mentioned right at the very top of the show was the run defense. And again, the, the easy thing to say, and Ian pointed it out, we didn't, we didn't really have any starters there. No Cam, no Ogunjobi, no Ala Alu. Um, Ogunjobi's going to play this week, though. It sounds like he is. And it, it, it also, from and people Cam I talked to, Cam's he's a been, maybe. But no, right. Maybe he, he, I would not the play ankle Cam. today. He got, hurt today. He got tweaked up. Today. Yeah. Cam rolled the ankle today. I don't right. think he's going to see any preseason action, to be honest with you. Kind of sucks, but it does. Um, Ogan Joby has been killing people in right. camp. Um, and so I'm I'm very curious to watch him a little bit. Um, you know, but but as everybody knows, and, and the people you know listening typically know too, is that um you know, if your front guys aren't doing the job, then that affects your linebackers, and that of course affects your secondary, as we all know that. Minka Fitzpatrick was our leading tackler, and that just should not be. Uh, so what do you want to see this week against Jacksonville in terms of run defense? Ian, I'll go with you. I want to see linebackers getting in holes and making stops like within – I almost said within five yards of the line, but that would be embarrassing. Um, like within – like hold guys to gains of like two yards or less right like Mm -hmm. get get in the holes and make plays um you know run downhill to the football run sideline to sideline because you know remember let's not forget that jacksonville um has doug peterson as their head coach now um and you know he won that super bowl in philadelphia they run a lot of motion stuff they run Mm -hmm. a lot of Mm -hmm. um just you know sort of that new age offensey stuff but Peterson, I always thought Peterson was a good coach, but I, I think Peterson does a lot of things to make his quarterback successful. Um, you know, whatever that is. I mean, heck, you want a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I feel like he schemes a lot of things to scheme guys open, whether it's running back wheel routes out of the backfield or whatever it is to, to you know, let his quarterbacks have success. Um, so as far as the linebackers go, I mean, there's going to be a lot of play action. There's going to be a lot of motion. You're, they're going to have to read and interpret, but that's fine because, like, Baltimore does that yeah. shit too. Yep. You, you got to learn it at some point. So, you know, I, but I want to see him attack the ball. You want to run downhill and attack the ball. Is Etienne playing this week? I think it was a maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I would like to see us play him because, I mean, that's the kind of back. Robinson, James Robinson. Has, is still coming back from a key, an Achilles injury, too. right? So, yeah, right. And then I mean, got. Uh, I'm not. I'm not hopeful. Right. Uh, on the uh, on the Jaguars running back depth, uh, Fred. Let's just say Fred Taylor and and Maurice Jones Drew are not going to be taking the field Saturday. Fred anymore. Taylor used to kick our ass. Oh God, that guy. Yes, he did. Man, yes, he, did. he was a good one. Natron Means might make an appearance though. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> shit. He Nate played Tron. for the Chargers, didn't he? Yeah, and, and, Jack- and Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, relax, Madden Jack. '97 over here. Ben, did you have I, anything on run defense at all? I want to see them. I I just want to see one thing. Just stay in your fucking gaps. Just stay in your fucking gaps. Jesus, it's a recurring theme over and over and over and over again. Where guys per they penetrate, get blown out of the gap. Yeah. They try and stay in the gap, get blown out of the gap. They back off a little bit, get blown out of the gap. Just stay in your gap. That's all I want you to do. Just stay in your fucking gap. Is 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 that the guy I see struggle with that more than anybody is Wormley? Yes. 
I, I, I mean, because I, he his instinct is to penetrate and try and blow up the play. Right. I get it. You know, that's what that's his strength. That that's something he's good at. But he's not strong enough to fend off blockers who are coming at him from the side. And when you penetrate, that's what happens. Guys come at you on your side and push you out of the out of the gap. No, that's a good point. And if you're not strong enough, Cam can do that all day long. Aaron Smith, you couldn't oh, push him shit. out of a gap. He was, yeah, that's another. Okay. Yeah. You could be blocking him from the side and he'd do this. <laughs> he was so good at that. Um, you know, it, it, yeah. Chris Wormley's not that guy. No, no. Okay. He's, he's, he's a good penetrating pass rusher as a defensive lineman. That's it. One trick pony. Um, before we uh, close things out here, we're, we're closing in on an hour. I want to thank everybody that's been with us. Uh, thank you so much, first and foremost. We've been talking for um, an hour. Believe it or not, we have been. It goes fast when you've, you've got people uh, chiming in here and uh, us drinking beer and whiskey and everything else. So, yeah, it goes fast. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I do want to mention Deshaun Watson. The suspension came down today, and we've mentioned it on a couple other uh, podcasts previously. Um, the final result, 11 games he's going to miss and a $5 million fine. Um, I, you know, Scarps and I are on the same page. I, I want to hear what Scarps got to say because I know he and I are on the exact same page. Report, Scarps. Uh, just to get back to the run defense, uh, yeah, as uh, Ben as Ben and Ian both said, um, you know, run to the obviously, obviously, stay in your gap, run to the ball, do your job, just do your job. And if you asked any Steelers defender that won a Super Bowl what made them successful, it would they would all literally say because everybody on the defense did their job. Like, just do your job, mm-hmm. I, you know. And we're not going to be able to see that from the television, but. But they'll know. But just just do your job and run to the ball. That's all I care about. Anyway, getting back to Deshaun Watson, um, you know, I, I'm I'm at the point now where I am just over it. Um, I don't think it was enough. Um, I don't think that the NFL nor the NFLPA wanted this to go to court. Yeah, um, that's exactly right. And I, you know, I look at it as is. You know, I understand that there's no criminal charges, but that doesn't mean you're not guilty. And, you know, to, to me and the whole, so this is the thing to me that like, so, so uh, I wish you would have gotten a year and a, a more heavier fine, but it didn't happen because nobody ever wanted to really go to court. Um, right. Two things. First of all, I, you know what? I am very lenient when it comes to other fan bases, regardless of sport. Because I understand who I am elite, you know who I, I you know I have yep. allegiance to. Yep. But you know what? I'm done with the Browns. I'm done with their fans. I'm done with their organization. The way they've handled all of this, it has been a total farce. It has been a total shit show. And you know what? Shame on them because every time they should have talked, they didn't. Every time they shouldn't have talked, they did. And I'm done with that shit. So you know what? I'm tired of Deshaun Watson acting like he's a victim. I'm tired that they act like they've been wronged because you know what? Ben did what he did or didn't do what he did, but still acted like he did what he did. And that was good enough because optics is everything. 
Getting back to Deshaun Watson, I wanted him to get a full year and a hefty fine. It didn't happen. But the thing today that annoyed me was people were saying, oh, of course, the NFL, the NFL wants him to wants him to play against his former team. I don't give a shit about that game. Browns at Texans, I don't care at all. <laughs> if they suspended him 10 games, he could have faced off against Brady at home in his return. To me, I want to see that more than I want to see him against his old shitty team that he didn't want to play for and still get a full salary. Right. That's not like Costanza right now. Not anyway. not, it isn't just that. I mean, the whole thing with all I'm the victims, saying. all of his victims live in the fucking Houston area. So let's just go ahead. Let's just smear it in their face. Yeah. Right. See, he lost 2% of his contract in a fucking fine. 2%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm just gonna recap real quick because I we've we've beaten this horse. Yes, and that's why I wanted to keep it short. All right. 66 women, 17 months that he contacted through Instagram. Okay. You do not seek out professional massages on Instagram. All right. And if you do, what you're trying to get is a happy ending. What he was trying to get was some easy sex or put them in a position where you know he could just take advantage of the situation and you know get laid. Uh, to me, it's predatory. It's, it's Harvey Weinstein. I agree with Ryan, but I want to add this. If the NFL owners, three owners in particular, Robert Kraft, Jerry Jones, and Dan Snyder did not have sex controversies within their organization, those three assholes, if they had been, if they had been, had been heavily penalized by the league like a $10 million fine and losses of draft picks and things along those lines, then the league would have come down harder on Watson. The reason that they didn't is they did not want to go to court. They didn't want to have all that, all that dirty laundry dragged out into the light. They wanted to come to some kind of a settlement, but they also want to appear as though they're taking this seriously and that he was punished severely. Okay. Do I think it was severe enough? Fuck no, I do not. No, he should have gotten a year and had to reapply for for reinstatement. Apply for reinstatement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you talk about the fine. But 17 games and a, a big fat fine would have sent a message to the rest of the league. You need to think about this shit before you do this. Before you engage in behavior like this, you really need to think about it. Yeah, Because yeah. most of you are not a superstar. Most of you are just yeah. guys. Dude, so just guys, that's you, right. You need to you need to think about this shit. And if, if Deshaun Watson was just some fucking guy and engaged in this, he, he wouldn't have a job. He wouldn't be able to get a job in the CFL. No, no, that's it's a great point. You're absolutely correct. Uh, if he was just a guy, this we wouldn't even be talking about it. Ian, uh, take your last shot there. No, you guys summarized really it perfectly. Off. And I no. think the the only other thing I would add is that if Deshaun Watson was in any other profession other than sports, he wouldn't have a job, period, oh, in his profession. He might be in jail. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, then again, though, his his employer wouldn't have said, hey, whoa, 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 hang on. You're doing what? Well, how about if we get you some hotel rooms and, and get well, you some non-disclosure agreements that we can have you – have those masseuses sign before they rub we'll your tail. We're trying to cover our tails here, so to because speak. we want to make sure that we're covered since you're engaging in this. Yep. Would hit? Would would your employer do that, Ian? Scar, no. Mark, no, fuck no. Mine would go. What Whoa. the fuck are you doing? No, knock it off. Oh, 
quick parting shot. What's your prediction for this week? Scarps, go. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> um, it's preseason. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say what we didn't say last week. I hope everybody is healthy. I hope everybody has fun. And I hope that is the occasion on both sides because I have a fantasy football draft on Saturday. Oh, and I don't need to lose any potential people. Okay. Here we go. Can I go next? Sure. <laughs> fantasy so football is fucking stupid. Uh, here we go. It's for people that are bad at football and fantasy. <laughs> I, I know that every <laughs> everyone watching this is going, well, like 90% of the people watching this are going, whatever. <laughs> no, fantasy football is fucking dumb. It's dumb. Well, no one knows. And if anybody, if, if anybody watching this watches at the A&L on Sunday and you cheer for the opposing team because some asshole is on your fantasy team, I swear to God I will get up and tell you to shut the fuck up in front of everyone. In front of everyone. Try me. <laughs> What what no one knows is that Ben hates fantasy football, but he plays Dungeons and Dragons. I don't play either. I I, I mean that's the real incredible. Vecna over here, fucking. <laughs> but back to back to uh, Saturday. Well, here's yeah. what I'm going to predict. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because we we see these huge swings in 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 the Steelers Twitter and their sentiment. The Steelers are not going to look good on Saturday. Steelers oh. Steelers Twitter is oh. going to make preparations for a ritual seppuku. <laughs> This is the end of the world. The season is over now before we've even played one game because this is what we do on Steelers Twitter. We It's either Super Bowl or bust or, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Fire everyone. The Rooney should sell the fucking team. We, there's, no, there's no middle ground. There's no gray area. There's no nuance. We can't do that. So that's what I see coming okay. Saturday. All so, right. so what you're saying is we're going from 17 and 0 right now, and George Pickens in the Hall of Fame to firing Tomlin next week. Goddamn right. Yes, yes. Ian, what, what is that? What you think? What do you think's going on? Uh, I mean, the other, the other thing too is, you know, this being a road game, they, I think Tomlin is going to want to kind of put the team through some of the the paces of what a road game is like because this is their only road preseason game. So, you know, I think they're going to, you know, they're going to fly in. They're going to do a walkthrough. They're going to do some of the – they're going to practice for how a regular season road game goes. And, you know, maybe that throws some guys off their rhythm, especially like a Jalen Warren who hasn't done it before. You know, maybe they come out and play well. But Ryan has one more point too. Um, I think, you know, Jacksonville's not good either. Right, you're muted. Seattle wasn't good. And uh, so, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, especially how Pickett plays against the twos and how Jacksonville looks with their new offensive scheme. Score doesn't really matter. It's it's preseason. It's practice. Absolutely. So, um, but but we're no, talking I, about practice. We're talking about practice. practice. No, but I, 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 I will I will game? predict I will predict that Jacksonville wins the game, but I, I'm not picking a score. All right. All right. Good, I mean, how can you? It's preseason. Yeah. People who bet on this, I'm like, really? <laughs> Just like to I don't know how you could. <laughs> Because it's it's on your I don't it's on, it's on your, I mean it's on your phone I mean it's so what? easy now and it's, way, on, it's on every it's on streaming Draft services DraftKings TPPN yeah make sure you go to DraftKings when you gamble you go. just so, so you know thank you thank you I do at least when I was there they they stayed at uh, they stayed at TPC Sawgrass the, that oh was the, so the Players Championship yeah 
So, you know, who, whoever is partaking. No, in some... that's, that's in Pontevedra. Yes. I lived yeah. in Jacksonville for yeah. two years. So it's a shithole town. Okay. Yes. But the golf course is nice. And oh, the yeah, nice. golf course is nice. It's awesome. So, you know, like from the like, gators in the, you know, in the water. So track. whoever, whoever, you know, wakes up in the early right. tea time, you know, gets a, get a couple swings in, you know, whatever, you know, Matt Canada, you know, sinks, sinks a hole in one on 17. Nice. Uh, that's a pulls nice. <laughs> himself a David Toms or Davis Love the Third, whatever. Uh, you know, those are old school golf. And you thought you came here just for football. Listen to this guy anyway, up some old school golf stuff. Anyway, the point is, you know, if you're going down there, enjoy yourself. Not to an extent, but yeah. enjoy yourself. Like it's the beach. There's there's a breeze. There's a beautiful resort. There's a golf course. Uh, you know, sit at the well, pool, whatever, and then just get into the stadium, you know, and just run to the ball and know your job and do your job. That's all that matters. I I, I hate to rain on, on that parade, Ryan, but right now they're calling for about 90 degrees and solid rain uh, Saturday. Beats the Saturday shit out of night. 90 degrees and humidity. I'm oh, crazy. it's going to be humid. You know that. Well, humidity. Right. Humidity is but, one thing. Rain is better oh, i would agree um so i'll I, yeah give me the uh, i'll take the jags 1916 in a field goal fest uh, that was a good really? year because of the rain it hey, was a good year you're gonna make that prediction i don't know hell that man. reminds me actually thank you mark for bringing that up that was something else i didn't uh make note of but that kid that came in and kicked field goals for us to give boswell yeah. leg a rest i yeah. thought he looked pretty good like He's a guy, you know, he's not going to make our team because we no, resigned the boss. We he's going to go somewhere, right? though. But, but no, it wasn't Matthew Wright. It was, um, I didn't write Nate, his name Nate, down. Nate uh, Skib. Skib, what? wasn't it? Skiba? Skiba. That's it. Yeah. For us? Yes. Yeah. Who's the Jaguars kicker? Isn't it Matthew Wright? It might be Matthew Wright. Whatever, yeah. I, whoever it is, <laughs> Skiba, Skiba looked all right and put some good things on tape that. If somebody might doesn't get him a sign job. him, he right. is might get him a job. Him. Or, you know, if if we have a catastrophic injury to Boswell at some point, we could call him right back up and, and I'd be okay with it because I, I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he did. He I think he was the second most accurate kicker in the NCAA. No, side note time on there. that. Did you guys notice yeah. that uh, Boswell got Tucker a raise? Oh, absolutely. He got Tucker a raise. Speaking Are we going to say that Minka know, got Derwin James a raise? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Did you guys yeah. know, and, and our yeah. live our live studio audience can can listen in on this too, did you know that Ben loves the Ravens so much he named his dog after their kicker? Shut That's right. Fuck off. That's right. <laughs> True story. Shut the fuck up. Ian on a live Ian dude. just came yeah. in fucking hot. So, from the top rope. All right. So, <laughs> that's bullshit. This is this is this is stupid. my dog's eight years old. Shut the fuck up. How long has like, Justin Tucker been the in the league? So, I don't know. The Jaguars. So Matthew Wright was with the Steelers. The Jaguars. Last year. Right. Yeah. He's got a buzz. He Jaguars. Go, what, all right, whatever, man. So he goes to the Jaguars. He he wins them the game in London last year against the Dolphins, right. like a fifty-something yard field goal. The dude was money. Okay, yeah. so then he replaces. I don't even. It wasn't Scobie. Whoever was after him, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever their kicker was. That after. fucking guy. Oh my god! Flashbacks. 
Hold give on. me PTSD, Ryan. It's going to bother me. <laughs> God damn it. It's going to bother me. Hold on a second. Josh Lambeau. All right. So he replaces Josh Lambeau last year. And then they cut him earlier this spring. And right. then their kicker literally hit like the equipment guy in the head three times. Nah, he hit Dave ever. Campbell, the old yeah. Cowboys head coach. So what? it's like Urban Meyer yes. is still their coach. So they, Doug Peterson might be there, but Urban Meyer's running special teams or something because they're <laughs> terrible. And they cut him. But they didn't sign Matthew Wright. And all I cared about Matthew Wright was that, uh, you know, little, I'm an 80s hair band guy, a little sister Christian finding Mr. Wright. So I tweeted that a couple times a couple years ago. Because we, you know, because when Boz got hurt, we found Mr. Wright. We and did. He's still listening. Hell yeah. Night but Ranger, still. baby. We love our audience. That, no. all the best. We're getting the hell out of here. Hey, it's you been our be very first me. live really? show. Thank you to those of you that uh, hung out and chatted with us. Please make it a uh, uh, a weekly thing uh, for everybody at uh, the Pittsburgh. No, wait. Let me start over again. Pigskin Podcast Network. That's Mark, it. Do you know who our sponsors are? Uh, shit, I don't know who I am right now. Uh, yeah, the Pigskin Podcast Network, DraftKings, and of course our sponsor, DeckRoofing.com. Thanks, and we will see everybody next week. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck.